Welcome back to Dismal Tide. We have returned, much like the tide. Good morning. Does. It's Tuesday morning. Um, as far as you're concerned, it is. Oh, yeah. It is. T- we like, can always it's not say morning, good morning. It's not Tuesday. I have these ideas that I would love to do. Like, uh, I was saying the other night that if uh, if it were up to me, we would like live stream this thing at 7 a.m., but I just know that it's not something that we're ever going to be able to 7 do. 7 a.m. is not going to. Live stream, not off the table. 7 a.m. Is, is right out. It's not going to happen. 9.30. I'll give you 11. Don't want to talk I'm to people work before. Well, we started know. at 11, and then you try and pull me in 15 minutes earlier every show. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta work you back. Um, <laughs> no, it just uh, I, I remember one of uh, one of my friends that um, went to uh, or lived at college with. I did not attend college; I just lived there. I do remember his plan to start waking up earlier, and he was going to set his alarm ten minutes earlier every two weeks. And I'm just like, man, that is. You could probably take a bigger, <laughs> bigger trunk out than that. You gotta, you, so. you gotta come. You... Gotta, gotta actually commit to this. That's no commitment. Ten, ten minutes every two weeks. Every two weeks. It would take you three months nearly to get to an hour. Yeah, just like just wake up at nine tomorrow and be tired and go to bed early. I set my alarm for uh for eight forty five today and then I I just rolled around for an hour. I, I had I had some big plans about what I was going to do before we recorded, and all I really managed to do was uh shower. I folded some pants that I just had sitting on the floor, but beyond that, uh it was yeah, showered. Twelve twenty eight. Not not you know, not a uh not the most productive morning, but certainly not the worst one I've ever had. I generally set set an alarm for like nine thirty and just sit in bed for an hour. Just like I don't want to be in everybody I'm the only person who doesn't have have to like work anywhere close to a, a morning time, so I try and stay out of everyone's way in the morning. I get up around seven, get out of bed around nine. You think Axel Rose really woke up at seven? When? Well, he says he does in Mr. Brownstone. Oh, no, no, no. Isn't is, is Mr. Brownstone a cover? Yeah. Or no, that that's an original, and Stone Temple Pilots covered it, right? Um, I know Stone, STP covered it, but I don't know if that's an original by Guns N' Roses. It could be. I'm uh, not quite sure. I, I know for a fact that given his lifestyle... There's almost no way. No, that is that is a uh, original a Guns N' Roses original. That is not a cover of any kind. Okay, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, well, my uh, sober January is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I got invited out on on Friday, and then there was so there was no choice in the matter. Yeah, I, but you could go to the blip. bar and not. Yeah, and then and then Saturday I drank entirely too much. Um, and uh, that was and so now I'm back on it. Oh shit! I didn't even think about that when I got home from work uh, Saturday. You were drunk, and I just kind of. Yeah, I forgot that you didn't like recommit to sober. Yep. Uh, yeah, you came home. Uh, you opened a fifty-six dollar bottle of champagne, mistakenly believing it was the one that I got for you. Mm. <laughs> the funny thing about that is, like, I asked you uh, to get me the wrong thing. Yep. Uh, not the thing I well, like. It was fine. I drank it. Um, it's it's good at the end of the day. It's all alcohol, so I'm not that picky. Mm. But I wanted like a, a wine, and I just oh, for, I'm fucking all said, stupid. All you so. said was brut, yeah, which um, which is which like Spanish general, champagne. Right? Uh, no, brut just means dry. Okay. Um. Uh. I mean, well, stuff was called uh, dry. Uh. To, uh. Stuff was called dry for a long time, and then they came up with brut because it was dry. Rather than uh, sort of rearrange everything, rather than uh, um, sort of revaluing uh all of the terminology. Uh, what they chose to do was like we, you had extra dry, and then there was brute, which had even less residual sugar, and then beyond that, you got an extra brute, which will be um, 
uh, in case little, very little to no dosage whatsoever when they re-add, uh, when they add some more uh, fresh juice in there for the secondary fermentation. Which is, of course, what I was going to say. Yeah. You just beat me right to it, so it's fine. You can just do it this time, and next time I'll do it. This is a champagne podcast. Uh, yeah, so I asked you to get me the wrong thing, and when I got home from my very long day, I saw a bottle of Brut on our bar. You saw a bottle of champagne that had been sitting there for two weeks. Yes, and I, I, I'd, I'd like to say that I was able to tell that that was a bottle of champagne that had been sitting there for two weeks, but they all just look like green bottles to me, because I don't, if it's not mine, I'm not looking at it. So I was like, oh, Brut, got it, here we go, pop it in the fridge, ten minutes later I opened it up, and you were just like, Mike hammered drunk, just like. Like, you t- open the wrong. Oh, uh, uh, turn turn that bottle around, please. Can yeah. I see the label? Just go, that's fifty six dollars. Yeah, uh, whereas mine was about twelve dollars, eleven dollars. Um, that's so, well. The pr- I get it. I get everything at a, at a discount, of course. But and this is not the uh, the first time that's happened. This has also happened the same style where like you brought me home something and just put it immediately in the fridge, and I just don't expect you to put my things immediately. So what? what the new policy I at the house for it, me? Okay. is going to be. Um, in any scenario, if you bring me something, I am double checking and, uh, never, I guess never put it in the fridge ever again. Fair enough. As soon as it goes right into the fridge, I just don't assume that it's been put in there. I came home, I brought everyone there <laughs> and I said to you, I said, your, I, 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 I said, every, I told Zane, I'm like, yours does upstairs, Brennan, yours is in the fridge. But I didn't, I, I didn't expect that you were taking notes at the time and, and you were not. No, I was, I was, that was Friday. probably quite stoned. That was Friday. And then Saturday, well, we've seen what happened. Yeah. Uh, did you watch any football this weekend? I watched the Cowboys game on Saturday night, and um, I, I, I didn't take it especially well. Um, and then yesterday, I was uh, decided that I didn't. Ca- I didn't want to see. I didn't need to see the Eagles win, but they didn't, which worked out. And the Patriots just sort of beat the hell out of the Chargers, and it, it didn't seem to be that interesting. That was a little unexpected. That that level of just. Destruction. I didn't think they were gonna get fucking sunned. I'm glad. I, there's no. I I don't. I as much as I dislike the Patriots, I I cannot. I've I've hated Philip Rivers for basically my entire adult life. I don't want to go out and tell you you're wrong about that, but there is no winner to me in that game. It's just like I if they could just never make it out of the parking lot after the game, that would be fine with me. I, because I, yeah, I also don't really like Philip Rivers, but I really am just done with the Patriots. I can't wait for Tom Brady to retire. He's gonna play until we're all. He's gonna out. Uh, he's going to be playing longer than the rest of us are alive. He's gonna play till he's fifty. Uh, well, y- you know, in his brain, he wants every record, and he knows the only way to do that because he's a smart guy is to just outlast everyone because everybody like him and Drew Brees like it's a it's a pick 'em for stats. Like they're they're both just monsters. Yeah, but if he can play four years longer than Drew Brees did, then he'll beat him. That's that's what I, I think. Just he just wants every record. Yeah. And By the way, uh, a quick aside on records. Um, and I know that everyone knows that Steph Curry's really good, but uh, Kyle Korver just moved into fourth all time in threes, and he's behind Steph Curry. Steph, uh, yeah, Steph, Steph, Steph Curry shoots like thirty percent more. F- threes than anybody ever that that's that's a total guess but it's just like so many more than and all of the great three-point shooters yeah it's incredible <laughs> and clay thompson's like not quite at his level but like so close he's still doing like this outlier level of uh production on three-pointers yeah in in, in a different era yeah. uh you know all the the attention that he would have gotten <laughs> yeah he would have yeah if he were if it was 20 years ago he's better than reggie miller was and yet 
Never going to get the acclaim. Anyway, let's get into the posts. Let's get into the posts. We're going to start with uh, show more replies again this week. So here we go. Oh, okay, so Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. Has uh, simultaneously in the same week, uh, I guess they just ran all the numbers or whatever, uh, first payroll decline since 2010. Payroll uh, league-wide is down $18 million. Mm-hmm. And that uh, is released the same week that they have uh, record profits. So this was reflected in a bunch of posts, and mostly people were okay about their responses to this thing. Everybody's like, you know what? This is bullshit. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I think like I know that there's a lot of deference that gets paid to ownership by people for for reasons that I don't quite understand. Like we were saying about the Cody Parkey uh, thing last week, when that woman is just like, "I buy tickets," and just like, yeah, he like he's got nobody a, cares. He practices all week. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but I, I think people see that they're like they know how rich the owners are. They see like they they know that you know what ten, it was ten point three billion dollars or something was was total profits for Major League Baseball. That sounds about right. And they know that their team would be better with Manny Machado or Bryce Harper. And they know so they know the money's available and it's not getting spent. And I and I and while there's plenty of people who like talk about teams needing to save money or whatever or complain that people are overpaid, they know what these guys are worth. Uh yes, absolutely, and uh, it's. No, I'm glad that if if this came out 15 years ago, people the responses would not have been the same. The, there has been like a, a a semi turning on billionaires over the last five ten years, which yeah. has been since the crash. Pretty good. It's been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, there, hasn't helped me much. Yeah, there, but like, there's feels uh, better. There are still all those people who uh, want to talk about you know job creators and you trickle whatever, down, but like like Carl Icahn's not a job creator. No, whatever. Anyway. Uh, so I, I chose a couple posts to to reflect the good and the bad, the good and the nonsense, really. So uh, Yasmani Grandal signed for one year, eighteen million dollars to the Brewers, which is really just not a great contract for for like a. I, I think he's like late twenties. Like you, you want to sign like a four or five year deal when you're in your late twenties. And uh, Buster only tweeted, uh, "Brewers discipline gets Grandal their prize." To which Glenn Ming. M I N G Mingay Glenn Mingay D D Mega Doo Discipline Buster. When are we going to call this market and the one before it what it is? Ownership collusion to drive down player salaries. There are record profits in Major League Baseball, and free agent market does not reflect that. This is a joke. Got him. Got his ass. Thank. Well, yeah, he wasn't really trying to get Buster only, but he's going for it. Well, uh, I think, but th- this happens a lot when uh, I I know that uh, many times you know when articles are posted like the like an editor picks the headline right. uh, or whatever but yeah um buster only using the word discipline uh it does sort of send the wrong message it's it's the way that um and i this is not a one to one comparison but the how uh, aoc was saying to somebody yesterday that like stop saying racially tinged when you mean racist you know it, yeah, just it, say what it is yeah so and that's just like bullshit yeah. market and gets, once once again i i am not comparing player salaries to racism i want to be very clear on that i am however just in the same in the same way when journalists but. Use, when journal but when journalists use certain words uh they uh expect to get yelled at um discipline and, yeah and yeah and yeah. By the way, good. For, I mean, good for the Brewers for uh, getting Grandal because uh, he's really good. Yeah, he's good. The only times I ever made 
any money whatsoever. Uh, which <laughs> DraftKings. Uh, on DraftKings was because of Yasmani Grandal. And by any money whatsoever, I mean broke even or got $1. I think I'm going to do more daily fantasy baseball this year. I didn't. La- it's hard. And like the lineups lock around seven. It's which unrewarding. Is tough for me. Uh, I love daily fantasy football, is great. It's not nearly as hard. Mm. Uh, daily NBA is fucking difficult. It is, um, but yeah, the, the the only time I've ever won anything is off NBA. I, I've I've won forty dollars and twenty five dollars, but I've probably spent two hundred. Uh, I win I won money in fantasy football daily. I won a lot of money in fantasy football this this whole year in general. I probably won like three grand in fantasy football this yeah. year. Yeah, well, which was uh, f- fun. Uh, but like most of what I won in fantasy football was like the the friends league that my friend runs. It's just like twenty five normal dudes, not experts, or like a thirty thousand person tournament. Yeah, and just like I could beat twenty five normal dudes, uh, one in five times probably. Yeah, which is which is pretty good because you win like one hundred twenty bucks every time you win. So like you, you win that twice, and m- your season is more than paid for. Yeah, you you forget how good people are at this sort of thing, and you could say it's luck, but like you know how it's not luck. People who are really good at Excel, um, you know, yeah. who like like Microsoft Excel, yeah, okay, uh, right. who have spreadsheets on all this sort of thing, and like are putting uh, because it is math, and you're, you're you're playing percentages. You're playing percentages. These guys also do film study. Like they're looking at what defenses give up on given weeks, and they go like, "All right, so like the third wide receiver for Oakland could pop because the number one corner on blah 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 is good, and he's not throwing to this guy, and just like he could go for a sixty yard touchdown yeah, and for three thousand." But, but having the time to well see, like the time, sure. That. But like a lot of these, a lot of the research is done by these professionals, yeah. And then like like I I signed up for like a five dollar a month thing. That was just like, hey, we have all of these like usage percentages, and it's from like the fantasy football podcast I listen to. I don't really want to advertise other podcasts, so I'm not going to name them. But uh, we're the only podcast. Yeah, we are the only podcast. Um, so like you, you can have this information at your fingertips. The the real thing I, the real difference to me is like, how much are you willing? If you want to win forty thousand dollars this weekend, you better be willing to spend or like make thirty lineups in a tournament. If you have thirty lineups, you have a chance to win anything. If you're just doing a tournament with one lineup, like you better hit a home run in your first pitch. It's so fucking hard. Yeah, these guys get like close, and I've told you a couple weeks where I got close. He's like, I had between these four lineups spread out. I had a thirty thousand dollar lineup in here, but I didn't put them all together in the right way. That's why I spend six grand on Powerball tickets. Yeah, no, that's see, that's smart. Yeah, I'm starving, but you got you got to play to win. Somebody's got to win. Exactly. All right. Uh, and then I wanted to add a nonsense comment uh, where I honestly don't know what this guy's saying at all. Uh, this <laughs> <laughs> this uh, the headline was MLB has first payroll decline since 2010, down by 18 million. And RLS ninety six. Oh wait, yeah, Bleacher Report on comments. Bleacher Report. The the a toilet that we've a, not yet yeah. uh, uh, dove into yet. I have dived into. You have. Wait, but we haven't on the show. But this is that Bleacher Report is definitely worse than the Post Gazette was. Yeah. So you get maybe y'all shouldn't pick who flies to the World Series, and your eating won't go down, and you won't lose money. Now, how about that MLB? Huh? Doesn't take a genius to figure that one out. Bunch of politics is what it is. What? I I really don't know what a lot of people are saying. <laughs> but th- then again, I mean, it's it it will surprise no one to learn that there's a lot of psychos online. 
I mean, just the amount of people on Twitter who think that the verified accounts are some sort of like global pedophile cabal. And the fact that this, I have no idea what this man is talking like about. His, does he is he confusing the record profits thing with the big, bunch of politics? Is this? what it is. It's like I don't understand what he's fucking talking about. Uh, yeah, not a lot to say after bunch. that. I just wanted to read it. I I, I think that's one of those things. Uh, maybe he's a radical centrist. Maybe just like a bunch of politics. That's what it is. Yeah. like. What we need to do is come together. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's upset about. He's just upset. Yeah. Just we like, need someone yourself, who man. can reach across, and we need to find solutions. What we don't need is division. Well, yeah, what we need to be doing is getting along, and we're not getting along. Yeah, what should we do? Listen, that's not up to me. All right, we're going to move on to our next reply. We got a tweet from Mark Readings. This rules. I've uh, I, I, This came into my feed uh, like 20 minutes before we were going to start recording, and I told Brendan, rip up the rundown. We only want to talk about this. Uh, by the way, polite sidebar. Uh, don't say rip up the run re- rundown. You gave me an anxiety attack. He's like, I've done so much. <laughs> it's like Mike doesn't want to use any of it anymore. Rip. <laughs> Uh, no, I usually let Mike like lead the like I I provide a bunch of the content and I let Mike like aim the direction he wants to take the podcast. I just because, post like, tweets that I post a bunch of tweets and screenshots in Slack, and then I trust that Brendan will put them all onto a Google Doc in some uh, discernible order. It uh, it's been done so far. It's we're three for three. I actually put them in there, but like I I'll just read like an hour of Bleacher Report comments. I might be like, rip up everything you've done, baby. Like no, 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 no. All right, so Mark Reading's tweets tweet. Large black man mating with white woman is how you breed for NBA. Good start. The, that's a strong... That's clumsily phrased, even if you take the um, <laughs> troublesome racial element out of it. Yeah. Mating, uh-huh. mating with white woman. Large black it, man it sounds, mating with it, white woman. It sounds like it went through Google Translate. Is how you breed for NBA. That's the, quote, winning, end quote, genetic lottery in today's NBA. Usually super athletic and fluid game. Kyle Kuzma, Blake Griffin, Aaron Gordon, Clay Thompson, Zach Levine, Lonzo Ball. Weird nobody else talks about weird this. Weird nobody else talks about this. Weird. Well, it's, it's not weird. I, I post this in the, the Go Off Kings Discord, and uh, we did get uh, the, <laughs> a comment uh, from uh, from Ted Thrilliams in there. because I like that his race theory tops out at, generously, the 20th best player in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> and the I, I said it's also the best. Yeah, Blake. It's, it's also the best uh, follow up to like a shitty post like that I've ever seen where he about 20 minutes after the original tweet when I guess he got yelled at by a small handful of people he goes this won't make sense unless you played basketball your whole life oh god <laughs> yeah I can't tell that Clay Thompson can shoot a three without playing basketball my whole life yeah this is this is the you're not out there you don't know and by the way this guy runs a this guy runs a PR firm and um no thank you I do not need. I don't need this man telling me what uh, I, how I should be presenting myself to the world. Um, and but he has also his uh, his email is in his bio, and it's deals at authority dot org. Great. Uh, this is <laughs> I uh, just like a lot of the internet this week. I have been uh, sucked into the Sopranos poll because it's the twentieth anniversary. Yep. And this is very. Uh, Tony Soprano not wanting Meadow to date Noah Tannenbaum to it. It's just like, uh, it's just like you haven't been playing basketball your whole life. I've been getting beat by these mulattoes for, for 20, 30 years. <laughs> uh, these Noah Tannenbaums have been taking me to school. 
You don't know what it's like. That was Mark Reading's tweet. Mulatto. I'm on his, his thing right now, and I'm trying to find the word that Tony uses to explain this guy. Probably nothing good. It's it's like it's an Italian slur. It absolutely well, well, is. Well, no, this guy is uh, big, into, um, uh, big into skull measurements. He's got calipers, and he's uh, using his PR cash to sit courtside and try to uh, uh, sneak up behind players and measure their skulls when they're making inbound passes. Anytime that, uh, yeah, anytime that a, a not purely black or not purely white person scores a basket, he's just like, huh, that guy's not as dark yeah, as you think he would need be. to see his ancestry DNA results. Which, uh, a, a tweet from like two years ago, or no, from earlier this season, when Tom Brady was kissing his son, is my only Sopranos tweet that I've got in here. But I laugh so much. So Tony Soprano kissed mad dudes. I don't get why Tom Brady's getting roasted like some fanook. <laughs> <laughs> that was for the summer. <laughs> but I had I had to mention it. Why is Tom Brady getting roasted like some Well, also, there was um, a lot of... Uh, uh, somebody retweeted the uh, uh, Crystal as a tweet, just saying, I kiss my kids on the lips. And everyone's just <laughs> like, yeah, you're... Look, okay, man. This is not a... No one's looking to you for uh, for what the right path on this is. <laughs> oh, Chris kisses his kids. Oh, it's fine. Oh, well, then, <laughs> thank God that Chris does it. Uh, all right, let's let's pivot. I wanted to go again to another uh, uh, racist thing. Uh, this so I was again on Bleacher Report, and uh, it was a bunch of Mets fans talking about whether they should be in on Harper and Machado. Uh, sidebar: Yes, they probably should be. Well, uh, are they? No. Are the Mets better with uh, Machado and Harper? It look, it's impossible to say. They don't <laughs> who, play. Who they don't. Know? They don't play. They've never played for the Mets, and we don't know if they'd be better. Uh, well, it's hard. We got Todd Frazier over there at third. He's pretty gummed up right now. <laughs> but he's a character guy, Brendan. Uh, what is is Manny Machado? Uh, can he bring the leadership? Can he post as many uh pictures of him throwing a ball to a child? Everything, I don't know the they all, most of them just just boiled down to calling Machado like a a, a crybaby who doesn't like sprint to first base seven thousand times a year, and uh, Look, just are, saying like Harper's defense isn't up to stuff. It's like you're not getting him for his defense. You're getting him because he can hit three fifty and fifty home runs. Look, everyone can't be Brandon Nimmo. Every, you're right. Everyone can't sprint to first base with that sort of intensity. Is he Mormon? Do you know? Is he, or is he just super Christian? He's just super. He's from Wyoming. Okay. Uh, he's just. Uh, he's just extremely uh, Christian. Um, he's so pure. Yeah. He's just the purest. Nim, um, I Tebow esque purity. Would love to be as stupid as Brandon Nimmo. Dude, being stupid would fucking rule. Like uh, having things. Like imagine. <laughs> Imagine coming home after work and being like, "Yeah, I'm going to watch another well, episode of Grey's Anatomy." Well, like, here's, be, well imagine well, that's he, what makes well, you happy. Here's the thing: like, there, well, there's the two different kinds of of stupid. Um, there's like that Nimmo kind, where it's just like this insane purity. Where it's just like, uh, look, every day I just get out of bed and uh, I'm just trying to serve the Lord, and uh, and if that means uh, early to bed, early to grind, yeah, uh, you know, sp- sprinting to first. Sprinting to first on a, on a walk, sprinting to first on a hit by pitch, uh, then they like if that's what best serves the Lord, then then heck, I'm all for it. And then there's the other kind, which is like the impressions that are constantly being done on the uh, like on the Chapo stream, where like <laughs> where Felix is talking to the character, the, the me and my cousin sort of stupid. Yeah, that's that's the kind I don't want. I I, I, I would like to be a pure, just like 
unobjectionably nice guy who just is entertained by the dumbest, easiest shit. Like, I, I love Stephen Colbert. I have I have worked with so many of the, like, the angry, stupid guys. Where, like, there was this guy when I was cleaning cars. His name was Romas. He, uh, on his first day, um, he's, clean, uh, he's cleaning this... I don't know, mid-level convertible. Not the, not a very nice convertible. Uh, convertibles, I, I generally don't like them because the, the trunk ends up being like, so big. I always like the T-tops. T-tops are great. In any case, he's in, the, he's in the car, and it's like four hours into his first shift. I'm just like, so how are you liking it so far? Uh, because he's, you know, half-joking because he's, like, scrubbing floor mats. <laughs> and then he just goes, like... He's like, can I curse in here? And it's just, it's <laughs> first of all, we're we're in a garage in a car dealership. Like, if there's ever a place you should curse, it's in there. And I just go, yes, you can curse in here. He's like, honestly, dude, I would fuck the shit out of a girl in this car. And just like, <laughs> oh god damn it, I'm really in for it here. It won't it won't surprise you that like the day he ended up getting fired is when he was screaming. He's just like everything, like it was fine here until everyone turned into an asshole. And just like, yeah, dude. <laughs> Everyone but you. God, imagine cleaning a floor mat and just thinking about fucking a girl in the back of this tiny car. Profoundly stupid man. <laughs> uh, anyway, the tweet. Additionally, oh, I, 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 I tell the story a hundred times, but also one of the one of the detailers there. I think the guy that replaced him very briefly um, was a um, was the guy who went to Arizona State, and within thirty seconds of telling me he went to Arizona State, he used the N word good yeah no that's one of your favorite little anecdotes about i love that that's, and then that's there, good there was also there was the guy steve who um oh, without derailing the show entirely i gotta tell uh two quick steve stories one steve uh claimed to have walked on and played corner at ruckers um uh, except that steve also was like born with like something of a limp and um like there's no way he did not walk on. He he was like 125 pounds. Um, he, he walked with a limp. He did not walk on and play corner at a D1 school. And that that's number one. Two, you can look these things up. We didn't bother. We didn't have to. No. The other um, just really press him. Just ask him more questions. He claimed about it. he claimed that his workout included hitting a heavy bag for four hours a day. Four hours. The lactic acid buildup. Imagine. <laughs> it just four hours just doesn't seem like it's. You're just gonna hurt yourself. Four, <laughs> four hours a day. I'm gonna have you back. Ten to two. He also said that, and, and again, like this is why the me and my cousin thing is so funny to me because Steve, every every lie was always through the filter of his cousin because that way you couldn't say you never did this. He would you would have to say you can't prove that his cousin didn't. He claimed, and this is this sounds. Like it's oh, it's so over the top that it's just like come on. But he he said he told us with a straight face that um, his cousin punched a cop through the windshield of uh, the police cruiser, fist through a windshield into the cop's face. Yo, that was that was like uh, one of those lines my brother said in high school. He said he 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 jumped through a windshield or punched somebody through their car window. I don't remember which and like. I want to say broke their neck or something like that. I just my only memory of it is is um, one of the kids doom not, fist over here. Yeah, he's the iron fist. <laughs> my hand glowed gold, and I punched through a car door. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I just remember my my friend Matt, who I don't really see anymore. Nice guy from our high school, and he he just like he asked me about it. He's just like Brendan, like. Ah, this is a little uncomfortable, but like, I gotta ask you a question. He's like, "Did your brother jump through a windshield and break somebody's neck?" I was like, 
What do you think? <laughs> Most certainly not. I didn't hear about it. I feel like that's something I would have heard about. This would have been in the news, I think. I feel like my dad would have mentioned it to me. Oh, Steve also, um, the day after uh, Bin Laden was killed, allegedly. <laughs> that's going to be my new thing. I'm going to become a uh, Bin Laden uh, death truther. Uh, Why'd they but, dump him in the ocean? Yeah, Steve comes in an hour late for his shift that becomes begins at 1 p.m. <laughs> he comes in. Uh, again, maybe the biggest news story of that year, potentially this decade. <laughs> um, and uh, he, he he comes in, and again, everyone's been at work for hours after the biggest news story possible, basically. And he comes in, he's like, yo, did you hear what happened? <laughs> and I said, what? Yes. And he's just like, yo, they got Bin Laden. Guess where they found him? And I just said, Abbottabad, Pakistan. He goes, no, the ocean. Oh, man. And it's one of my favorite... Uh, you really misread that. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, best show quotes when I forget which character John was calling in as, but when Tom just goes, let me ask you something. Do you overhear a lot of stuff? He goes, I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> imagine paying that little attention to the story. Imagine thinking. Imagine just reading through it once. It just, like, randomizes in your brain, and then you repeat it. <laughs> I walk out here every night with hustle, loyalty, respect on my sleeve. That is a credo I have adopted from the men and women who defend the freedom of this country. We have caught and compromised to a permanent end Osama bin Laden. Can't talk about Bin Laden without thinking about John Cena compromised. Compromised to a permanent end, Osama Bin Laden. That's so good. Uh, all right, so again, back to what we were talking about before. Yeah. Uh, actually, a little sidebar. I found the slur that Tony Soprano used. Oh, Would you like me to say more it? More slurs, yeah. Uh, Tony Soprano called him a mulligan. Oh, oh yeah, that's the, that's, that's the classic. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then uh, <laughs> Judo Drew 30 comments on the, the, the Mets signing Harper or Machado, the possibility of it. Uh, he says, absolutely, absolutely right. Sick of the jupons that won't spend. We're in fucking New York. Go get one of these guys and take us over the top. He's like, was that really necessary, man? Uh, Did you have to do that? Uh, boy. I, who do you think is going to agree with you more? Among Mets fans. <laughs> like, this who is New fam- York. famously not Jewish. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> It's like the sentiment is correct. Go spend. You're in New York City, but like that's not correct. I don't want to agree with you now. I would I I would venture to guess the Mets have the largest Jewish fan base of any baseball team. I don't have any big arguments there. Like it's got to be it's probably one of the New York teams. Uh you you you'd think, but <laughs> but what yeah, who what you're not going to win hearts and minds with Jupons. No, yeah, that's one of those like I wanted to agree with you, but then you said that, and it's yeah. like I had to, I had to walk away. Like you're not going to win an argument with that. Yeah. I can't support this. <laughs> you're correct, but you're you're very wrong. By just yeah. like mm. there's the the yeah the the Stuart Lee thing where he's just like he's just like anyone watching this on television could be agreeing with this. Like you don't know, just like you just you know laughing through. <laughs> Wait. I think you talked about. It. I think you used this quote last. I week. did. Cut this out. Okay. It, it, it cut, it cut we'll just out. leave it. Just like the Stuart Lee thing. Cut out. It's the Stuart Lee thing that I talked about last week. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Uh, that's inevitably that's going to happen as I don't listen back to the show in its entirety because it uh, frustrates me because I just think about all the things I should have said. 
<laughs> uh, so inevitably, so yeah. I will just repeat the same three Stuart Lee quotes in a very labored fashion that really uh, takes any of the punch away from how good uh, his material is. Stuart Lee um, is, is, is my favorite person who does anything. Uh, so last week we talked about Eric Bieniemy, and I did not know that he had a, a history of violence. So uh, I said he's probably going to be hired by somebody at some point. Mel Stottlemyre died, by the way. Oh, well, New York baseball legend Mel Stottlemyre. R.I.P. R.I.P. to a real one. Your your family is in our thoughts, Mel. Yes, thoughts and prayers with the Stottlemyre family. Uh, uh, one of, one of uh, a true baseball man. Yeah. So apparently, uh, Eric Bieniemy was was quite the violent young man, and uh, somebody tweeted. Lewis Riddick of ESPN tweeted this week. Uh, Eric Bieniemy, no takers, huh? And then some to which Gangrene, I think it's just some fan account for the Jets, said, uh, I mean, we're trying to get away from people who choke parking lot attendants, which, good instinct. Uh, to which Tom T responded, that got Britt, M- Britt McHenry a job at Fox News. Uh, yeah, this, uh, this, this is, um... Explain who Britt McHenry is, please. Well, I also, we, we, th- we threw this in with, like, the, 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 the bad, uh, reply Set p- portion of the thing where I said I wanted to sort of make a segment that highlights the people who uh, are uh, do some uh, do some good ones as well. Mm, I thought we were just going to put those in the replies. We can do a new segment for that. I That's guess good. we could. Yeah, uh, nothing but time. The uh, the angel of angel of the post post angels post angels post angels. Yeah, <laughs> That's fine. Uh, so our yeah, first post I, angel I is just, Tom T. Yeah, we're trying to get away from people who choke parking lot attendees. Uh, but. Yeah, Britt McHenry was, of course, uh, the working at ESPN when uh, her car got towed, and then she uh, went off on the uh, woman who was just working like in the like security trailer um, outside of it, and told her to lose weight and get some teeth. And she said, "I'm in the news, sweetheart," or something to that extent. Anyway, Britt McHenry, uh, um, of course, she got a job at Fox, and now she's a a, a proud young conservative. Yes, yeah, she's a blonde woman. Those are the only proud young conservative women are pretty blondes in my from from the little I paid. Well, they they just find um the they they go through whoever was like in the running for Miss Florida and they say um how do you feel about racism and if you say it doesn't exist, like you're hired. Uh, was uh Tommy Raci- Lauren a, a beauty show? Person, um, I really don't know where she came from. Would not be surprised if she was. She's very pretty. Yeah, and and again, you know, that's that there there is so much money, um, to uh, available to if you are an attractive woman who's willing to be racist. <laughs> there is there that is one of the most lucrative jobs on the planet. Yeah, if you don't know why people are complaining, you can get you can get hired. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they're so you, upset about. You really have to put it like, you know, any sort of uh morals to one side. Um but I think she uh Tommy Lauren I think is a legitimately bad person. I don't think this is like a character she's playing. I think it's like half a character. I, I agree. Well, like, the fact that she's willing to play the character makes her a bad Well, I, I also wonder if it's, like, a sort of self-fulfilling thing where people yell at her and then she just gets more racist. Like, uh, I, I wonder if uh, if she's, like, playing this character and, uh, you know, Certainly someone playing. just... Yeah, but and every time she gets yelled at, it just uh, it makes her opinions worse, to paraphrase uh, Drill. 
I, I feel like that's exactly what's happened with Caitlin Bennett, who I've muted on Twitter. I can't see anymore Caitlin oh. Bennett. But the pictures of her for her Thirst Trap Patreon are so fucking funny. She just goes and buys, like, some sequined leotard and holds an AK. Yeah. Someone um, someone also put a picture of her next to, like, a half-cooked chicken breast. Yeah, that was so... <laughs> well, like, it was like Oh, a, that was, um, I think, a disco socialist, I think, did that. It was a uh, Mikey Miles-esque cooking thing. It was just like, I was it disco socialist? You said, yeah. I, he you said, know, my roommate is cooking chicken and I can't get over it. And it was just four unseasoned chicken breasts on an oven tray. Or, I don't know... It was just the I don't pure know, white. I don't know if it was him who, like, posted the original picture, but he did the side-by-side with the picture of Caitlin Bennett okay. and the chicken breast. Yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, I made a... Similar joke. He definitely didn't post the original uh, picture. I made a similar joke when uh, when uh, the Daily Wire said that they had uh, nudes of AOC, or like these are the pictures that some are saying are nude uh, photographs of Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. And I said, I'm like, I have some nude pictures of Tucker Carlson if anyone's interested. And I just Googled lard and picked. Um, oh the, yeah, the, I saw and that. Um, yeah, the 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 chicken breast one was better. But it just goes to show that uh, there is parallel thought on these things, and not everyone is a joke thief, except for that. Um, except for that Muslim IQ guy who absolutely is a joke thief. The the original chicken breast tweet was by, and again, we're not doing ads, so uh, anus tart. A new start. <laughs> anus tart. Um, but it, the the picture of the unseasoned chicken breast is fucking horrifying. Yep. It, to eat that reminds me so much of, like, my dad tried his best, and he was allowed to season, but my mom would eat, with the joke in our family is my mother would eat boiled chicken every day if it were, like, acceptable. Any seasoning, and pepper is too spicy for this woman. White people will be like, water too spicy. I didn't know that that was a uh, like a white person stereotype. That was just your life. For like, f- till I was 24, 25, and they're just like, yeah, white people eat unseasoned chicken. It's like, you know what? Oh my God. Like, that tracks. <laughs> like, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> Any seasoning is too much for my mom. Well, the, uh, I think this started, I mean. Uh, my I'm mother sure. calls salt white poison. I went, <laughs> oh my God. I was at, at Thanksgiving. Oh no, I'm sorry, at Christmas. I was just like, I'm going to go. Uh, oh no, uh, Richie, friend of the show. <laughs> Richie, Richie asked for the salt, and I went and like, walked from the dining room into the kitchen. My mom was just screaming from the other room. She was a little drunk, so she gets a little shouty. Not like mean, just like very loud. And she's just like, no, don't get the salt. White poison. White poison. And she's like, Mom, we're. Stop this. We're adults. That's so good. She's been calling it white poison my whole life. We're like, and somehow you've never mentioned this. Yeah, no. Well, uh, you've met my family. Yep. Uh, some problematic takes. <laughs> it's a lot, a lot of ground to cover. Fair enough. Didn't come up. All right. What What do we got next? We got Tate Martell next. Yeah. Um, the saga of Tate Martell. Uh, Tate Martell is the or last season was the backup quarterback for Ohio State, but he's he's kind of been in the spotlight for a while. He starred in Beyond the Lights, a Netflix docuseries that I've never seen. Nope. That was about his high school. I, I presumably just his high school. Maybe covered a couple of high schools. I don't know. But he was in they in the Las Vegas high school he went to. They won four consecutive state titles with him as quarterback which is very impressive to me. I don't care what state you're in. Four consecutive state titles is very good. You love to win four in a row if you can. So, uh, and if you can't, that's fine too. He was a five-star recruit, recur- recruited by Urban Meyer. He's uh, He went to Ohio State. Uh, then Urban Meyer, so so he redshirted his freshman year, and then he this was his sophomore year, but he used a year of eligibility up, and uh, 
Urban Meyer famously had a a, a quite shit year. Uh, completely of his own On making. On a personal level, yeah. Yes, completely of his own making. Uh, so he, Urban Meyer, left. He resigned, and Tate well, was the heir apparent he, when he, he also, resigned. He didn't resign for that reason specifically. Oh, he's that's also, right. He retired. Yeah, he's also got health problems as well. He's like got, he? He's got like a severe migraine issue, I believe. I didn't know that. Uh, so Tate was the heir apparent behind, I believe it's Haskins, who was the Ohio State quarterback. I could be wrong about that. Um, I think I, it's Haskins. Though. I watched very little of Ohio State. Uh, so when Urban Meyer left two guys transferred into Ohio State, namely the big one, Justin Fields, who was another top star recruit, five star recruit uh, in the same class as Tate Martell. Uh, and Tate tweeted, word of advice, don't swing and miss, especially not your second time, and later deleted the tweet when Justin Fields transferred to Ohio State. Mm. Um, oh, quick sidebar, Tate Martell is not his real name. His real name is Tathan Which is Martell. I... And the quote from that is, Tate Martell's mom, Taffy, told David Schoen. Taffy? T-A-F-I. Taffy, right? I don't like anyone in this family. Told David Shane, Schoen, S-H-O-E-N, of the Las Vegas Review-Journal in 2016 that she decided on Tate's name after seeing the name in the credits of a movie. I'm just like, imagine being that easily inspired. However, Martell's dad wanted him to have a two-syllable name. I told my wife, when they announce a name, you need to exaggerate the first name. Tate's too short, said Al Martell, a former wrestler. So that's how Tathan came about. And it's just like, I just don't give a shit about my son. So... <laughs> So she's all Tate, and just like that's good. And just like it, when you, it needs a little more on it, we're gonna do Tathan. Yeah, it needed a little flourish. So when Justin Fields transferred from Georgia, he followed Tathan's sister and liked all of her p- pictures on Instagram. She's an Instagram model. She's you know in her early twenties. She's cute, uh, and good for her. Yeah, and then Tate Martell said, "Why would I leave Ohio Ohio State for someone who hasn't put a single second into this program yet?" Put two years of working my ass off for something that I've been waiting and dreaming for, uh, that I've been waiting and dreaming of having my whole life. Then roughly a week after that quote, Tate Martell put in for a transfer, which uh, doesn't mean he has to transfer. He's just in the protocol. Other schools can talk to him. It looks like Louisville, West Virginia, Miami are like the front runners to get this guy. Who's gonna? Honestly, I think he's gonna be fucking awesome. There's no way he's a winner. Probably. I mean. Uh, I don't know enough about um, about college prospect. Uh, I've I've watched no tape, so the um, but I'm sure he's he seems talented. And then Tate's mom, who had fifty, who has fifty nine Twitter followers, apparently tweeted about feeling betrayed by Ohio State. Correctly, Urban Meyer invested some time and probably made some pretty big promises before he left good, in shame. Good for the people who are. Like, who care enough about this stuff to find Tate Martell's mother in the first place on Twitter. Yeah, I was so mad. I saw, like, the tweet, and I don't know why I didn't just screenshot it, but then it was gone. I couldn't find it yesterday. Yeah. It wasn't anything spectacular. It was just, like, removing any of the coded language from anything Tate had said to, like, just to just be very definitively, like, I feel betrayed by Ohio State. This sucks. Uh, so, basically, the Twitter sphere around them was... Tate is leaving because well, Justin Fields is a baller. He shows up to Ohio State, bangs out Tate Martell's sister, and gets her brother to transfer schools. And it's like I'm not sure how that's how it went down, but that when was you put pretty... it that when you put it that way, it's very funny, right? <laughs> I don't remember where his sister goes, but it's not Ohio State, so almost certainly he just I I believe Justin Fields did that to piss him off. 
completely. You don't like you follow somebody's sister and like every one of their thirst trap pictures to not get a rise about the guy you're trying to step ahead of. It, it feels very calculated. Yes. That was, I wanted to run through the saga of Tate Martell, and I have. Our next post is a Mina, Mina Kimes reply guy. Uh, Mina Kimes. No, no, no. Not a reply guy. No. Uh, no, I don't know what the term for this. It's uh, fucked up. Um, well, th- th- no, this is just someone uh, just trying to get a rise out of out of Mina Kimes. This is, uh, re- reply guys are the guys who... Uh, just agree are, with everything. Going, yeah, who just for some reason have something to say to every single post. Um, which is an important distinction to make. Sure. So I'll read both, and then you can talk about what you wanted to say about Rogu Engineer. Uh, Mina Kimes, back on Around around the Horn today, 5 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Let's see if I can break that losing streak. Rogu Engineer, Mina, shouldn't you be around the kitchen instead? And then you looked at his tweets and found? Oh, no, I did not find this. Um, But, yeah, uh, telling someone to get back in the kitchen at this point is... Hack. Uh, it's yeah. It's, it's hack extreme, sexism. It's extremely lazy. It's not even. It, it barely even registers. Like at this point, I'm just like ugh. You know it. Like uh, th- there's there's we've dealt with worse. It's so lazy and boring. Uh, but then this guy, uh, his name is Daniel at High Arching Three, finds this guy who told me to kind of get back in the kitchen, uh, losing it at an Onion article, which he mistakes uh to uh be. News. Well, here's the thing. It, yeah, it's not that he mistakes it to be, I, I guess he does mistake it to be real, but it's not like uh, a thing about, you know, any... Uh, what was the Onion headline? Trump or, the, the Onion headline is, Sandwich previously thought incapable of looking more depressing flattened in backpack. And the guy who told Mina Kimes to get back in the kitchen goes, "That this is exactly what's wrong with journalism these days and why the country is fed up with fake news media. How can this be a story? There's got to be Twitter accounts dedicated to people getting fooled by the onion there is i but it's so funny but here's that like falling for a thing about like trump is one thing getting really mad about the sandwich is is another entirely he looks at it and goes like oh my god one of these overpaid new york times reporters yeah. getting paid someone in the jew media piss is, out is, any content yeah writing about crushed sandwiches and i won't have it Thank, well, thank you, Rogu Engineer, for your uh, for your time. Thank you, Rogu Engineer. Um, drown in the toilet, you big bitch. This next post was brought to our attention by uh, friend of the show, Joe. Technically, one of our interns. I'm gonna take credit. I'm gonna. Joe's gonna be my intern. You can have Tegan as yours. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's so agreed. Cause uh, love Tegan, but she's provided no content to the show. <laughs> I want I, Joe. I was just as uh, trying to keep everything above board. I also when the the, the fighting about who the intern is, and I'm just like, let's let let let's not advertise the that that we're looking for any sort of free labor. And uh, I mean, this show uh, making makes negative nineteen dollars a month, correct? Um, but but yeah, I'm just. Uh, from from an optic standpoint, I'm just like we don't really need anyone to say that they're the intern because someone's going to ask us if we pay them eventually, and we're going to have to say no. Um, so l- luckily, uh, uh, the, the they don't get paid, but um, it's they they also don't have to show up here on Monday mornings either. They mostly just post. Well, Joe uh, sends me a lot of wrestling clips. Yes, and, and he's he's our uh, man on the ground for for 
amateur and professional wrestling. Yes. So the the internship is currently limited to posting. We're not making anyone uh, go get us anything. No one has to come in here and set the microphones up. And Joe sent me, in my eyes, an absolute all-timer. This is fucking great. Yep. Uh, a Facebook post. A Facebook post. Would you like to read it? I would. So, Marty Jannetty, who if you know wrestling, you've heard of Marty Jannetty. If you listen to Action Bronson, you've heard of Marty Jannetty. Facebook post. And this is just bleak. He posts a picture of a, an extremely grainy picture of a woman. In what looks to me to be like a bridesmaid's dress. It looks like a picture that was taken on a digital camera in like 2002. <laughs> yeah. which, and I don't understand. Um, it begins. If you loves me as much as I loves you, you will give your opinion. Just did DNA two weeks ago. She's not my daughter. We both held out on sex because you don't do that. But now that we ain't, from a guy's side, she's, it also seems to be edited. It's, she's black bar, hot. But she's been daughter. I want to, too, but can't get past that. Soliciting advice. And you're not. On Facebook. You're not, he's not looking for no's here. As to whether or not you should have sex with a woman you believed to be your daughter for some time. Mm. Is. A special level not of hell. Great. Well, he's not. He's not shopping around for. Do you think Marty Jannetty knows who Woody Allen is? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. He does now. There's I'm no way anybody say... saw that. Didn't type Woody Allen in there at least once. I don't think Marty Jannetty has ever even considered Woody Allen. I don't. I don't think he has. He's never yeah, heard of him. What's Marty Jannetty's favorite Woody Allen film? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so he's not he's not shopping for somebody to talk him out of this more. He's not. No, he does, he's, he's he not wants look, someone to tell him it's okay. Not looking for nose. This is this, this is uh yeah. Hey man, you know what they say? If there's grass in the field, play ball. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for nice rhyming, uh, convincing him to do it. It's like she, but she's not though, man. She's not your daughter. Well, god damn it, this is. It, it's hard. It's so bad. That there's not even a lot to say about it. It um, sort of well, speaks for all right, itself. I'm, gonna, I'm going to give my answer. Go ahead. Yeah, do it. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. I, I um, how do you sh- like? It just I'm imagine sad. someone's met both of you, and then you show up <laughs> later on as a couple, <laughs> and then you just go, no, 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 no. We took a DNA test. Like, imagine you're like. She's your date to a wedding or something. What inspired the DNA test? Why did they have reason to doubt this? And what like led See, up to just like, like should we get should we just get a D- like did they make out once and go like we should get a DNA test? We should really check if this is like your mother was kind of a whore, so <laughs> what goes on in the the what's left of the brains of wrestlers from the eighties is um in the end unknowable. They've um, a combination of just the, the the drugs and the shots to the head um, have uh, have left them all in a a, a pretty uh, dire state. You're you're and, absolutely right. But on the other hand, brain damage, no brain damage. Like it's your daughter. If you raise someone, if you help, or if you help raise someone, and they live in your house, 
and you have made them breakfast when they're in pajamas when they are less than 15 years old. This is unacceptable. This, this is, is not something you should do. <laughs> what you have done to pervert this relationship, to make this even an option in her eyes, I'm putting squarely on you. Like, you are an awful human being, this Marty is, Gennetti. This, this is fucking <laughs> reprehensible. I just... What? Why is he asking for advice? Why does he want more people not, to know about it's this? Not, it's, it's not good enough. This is clearly something that is like, just like, he's he's raking himself over the coals over whether he should do it. And this he so and the reason he's doing it to himself is because he knows it's fucking awful. He knows he's wrong. And he still shops it around. He's still looking for someone who's like, yes. What if? All right. Jesus Christ. This is why prostitution should be legal. Like, Christ, just like let him go do something that's not going to hurt any. Oh, my God. Oh, it makes me sad. That was such a hot take on the prostitution thing. Just keep the lady safe. That's my opinion. Well, yeah. Uh, Just keep the lady safe. Legalized and regulated. Yes. Sex work is real work. Keep the lady safe. I'm very excited about this next thing. Uh, yeah, so uh, my la- last week I decided to uh, try and cross-reference some uh, Game of Thrones references, which is ramping back up. They're back in April. They've been launching teaser trailers and promos. People are getting back into the Game of Thrones swing after a year break. So uh, I decided to look up uh, Game of Thrones with NFL and New England Patriots and all these things, and I found this guy, Stephen Oblenis, who makes these very terrible shirts. And I wanted to talk about a couple of them. The first one... It's a dark blue shirt. It says in like vaguely Game of Thronesy writing. It's got the L with the lines through it, so you know. It's the the very bravosi kind of deal there, but the rest is just like, yeah, whatever. Uh, it says the shirt says Sundays are for the goat, House New England. And there's a lot of problems with that. First of all, I hate goat. We discussed it last week. Terrible. Yep. Uh, if you've watched any Game of Thrones, you know that these families are not named after what region of the country they're from. They're actual last names. Mm-hmm. It would be House Craft because of your billionaire owner. And even then, the desire to... How many how many of these shirts do you think he sold? There's one like on the post from January 8th. Bob Craft um, is also... Um, he, he he does He's doing that old guy, th- rich old guy thing where he's growing his hair out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's he's um, almost eighty now. It's a very specific uh, old rich guy look. All right, so and then I looked at Stephen O'Blennis's, uh backlog of work, and I found a few more. The next shirt is the same font, same style, same color, and it says, "That's what I do. I throw and I win things." Dash the goat, like quoted from the goat. So this is from the Game of Thrones line from Tyrion. I drink and I know things. Uh who is the goat? Who said this? He's. It's supposed to be a quote from Tom Brady, but he never said that. And he doesn't drink. And he doesn't drink. Oh, he does throw, though. And this guy doesn't say drink. He does throw. <sighs> I throw and I win things. All right? The next t-shirt is black, Dos Equis style um, looking shirt. It says, the most interesting man in XII in 12. The most interesting man in New England. Oh, and the 12 is Tom Brady. The most interesting man in New England. Stay thirsty, my fans. And then it says 12 because Tom Brady. Why is stay thirsty and my fans in a different font? I don't know. I don't know why he's made so many of these decisions. Uh, The next shirt says Jabba no Bada, the huts. And it's got the Bada Bang logo on it. It's just a shameless. (laughs) 
He just took Game of Thrones and Sopranos things and combined them with <laughs> Patriots lore, and it's fucking bad. He took a bunch of he. Well, in this one, he combined uh, Star, Wars Star Wars and Sopranos. But, but, he, but why exactly? Who is this for? I don't know. I don't, it's for us. Yeah. He's he, so a lot of the shirts were just combining two very very popular pop culture like sci-fi references together. Obviously, Sopranos isn't sci-fi, but uh, that's all of his shirts. It's just like Star Wars plus Thing, Game of Thrones plus other. It's and the next incredible. The next one is um, Bud Light style looking Patriots uh, sweatshirt. It's not even the current Bud Light logo, by the way. He's using like the like the 2010 Bud Light logo. <laughs> it says. Oh. I gotta zoom in a little bit. I'm sorry. A true friend of the Patriot Nation, Dilly Dilly. I couldn't read it because I don't have my glasses on. My glasses are sitting right next to me. Well, I have 2015 vision. I'm not. I I do far away. Not for reading anymore. I've rotted my brain on my computer. You see that? You see how I, me, I'm gonna sneak in how good my vision is? Yeah. So it's. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I haven't had an eye test in a while, but it was at a point 2015. I'm just gonna keep saying that. Yeah. It again. Kevin Euclid's uh, vision was 2010, and that's why he was uh, he drew so many walks hmm. allegedly. All right. It's a, it, that is something of a Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard story, but yeah. Sorry, uh, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> a true friend of Patriot Nation of the Patriot Nation, Dilly Dilly. Wasn't Dilly Dilly Philly's thing, or do they just try and make it apply to every it's city? It's just Bud Light's thing, and okay. the most boring people a lot. Like, but they did ben, like, specific no, commercials like, for each region. Yeah, but yeah, Ben Roethlisberger would like work had at one point worked Dilly Dilly into like his count. Like he audibled with Dilly Dilly. It's because. Bud Light hit such a home run on that. I I know that commercials aren't like, you know, they're they're <sighs> advertising sucks so bad, and commercials I guess are more interesting than they were seventy years ago when a man just stood there and explained the product to you and just goes like, "It's the right choice for you," you know, it, and it's all branded entertainment now. Yeah, and has the been Bud and Knight. has been for twenty years. The Bud Knight died in Miami. Bud Knight, Bud Knight found dead in Miami. Uh, um, we're almost the, at an hour, Bud, so I'm going to keep the pushing. Bud forward. Knight got uh, died when he got his uh, guts sucked out of his ass by a pool filter. <laughs> All right, and uh, let's uh, let, yeah, let's move on as we. Uh, this is our short final show. Show more reply, uh, and I'm going to need your voice for this as well. I will be reading for Nick. You'll be reading for everyone else, and we can pretty much submit this almost without comment because it speaks for itself, but should be put out there. Okay. Are you ready? I'm I'm uh, I'm Tim Laden. You're Tim Laden. I'm, and, I'm from, from and Sports Illustrated. You're Tim Laden and uh, Renan Machado, post Angel. Okay, post Angel, Renan Machado. Machado. And so, we're gonna start adding these people. We're gonna let them know that they're a post Angel. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, um, all right. Well, that, that's also why you're allowed to say they're at if they did good. Okay, if so if they're good posts, you can say who they are. We're, we're and not to say we're we're protecting the the bad ones, but whatever. Uh, anyway, so Trevor Lawrence is possibly one of the best performers in the world at a very exclusive, high paying job, and he has to do it for free for two more years. So when you go to school and have a really high GPA, but you pay to go there, but don't play a sport. What I'm getting at is. Should really great students get paid for their future jobs the same way future NFL players should get paid to play a kid's game on a scholarship? Billy is studying to be a surgeon. His family gets paid. His family paid his college tuition. He's been very successful in dissecting cadavers while at university. Doesn't get paid. No issue. Trevor can really throw a nice ball against other college teams. Pay this man all of the millions today. Now, Renan Machado. False equivalency. Is there a market for surgeons without degrees? Got him. 
No, but there's a market for college players without degrees or championships. I'm sorry. Are you in favor or against college players getting paid? You've gone to school, right? I'm assuming yes. Have you played a sport at school? I'm not going to assume anything there. Have you attended a top university in the United States for free because you can throw a ball slash tackle a guy slash bench 375? That's one I'll assume no on. So tuition, so tuition is probably what? Close to 100k per year for a top college and you're getting that for free. Not based on intelligence, simply based on talent at a sport. You're confusing as hell. I made a yes or no question. There's a market that wants to pay them, period. The only argument that matters. Everything else is irrelevant. He, he, yeah, he asked this guy, yeah, just, are you in favor or, yeah, when he said, is there a market for surgeons without degrees? And the guy's like, no, but there is a market for college players without degrees. Yeah, yeah. That's what, That's what we're talking That's about. That's exactly what I mean. And the other reason Stupid. these guys, the other reason college costs close to 100K per year to this guy, I think it's close to like 25K, 100K total. Either way, massively expensive. The other reason it costs that much is because Fannie Mae has allowed it to like go this way. It's not like this is what the thing was should actually be worth. Yeah. That's one. And the only reason these guys are in college, they these guys don't want to be in college, most of them. Exactly. Not all of well, them. I mean, uh, in many, were, uh, pointing out the obvious college players generally aren't physically ready uh, to make the NFL because you need those couple years of just development. Uh, some people are even still getting taller at that point, but just like putting on the muscle and building the body that it's going to take to survive the NFL. Definitely. But these guys would also, if, if there were some NFL feeder team that paid them all 70, yeah, 70 grand just, a year. If there were just minor leagues. Then they wouldn't have to but go to Again, this. no one would watch it. Um, well, if there were minor leagues, they'd eventually get these guys to a sub-working wage. Oh, yeah. So uh, Major League Baseball could have exactly. And... Um, all right. So there's that. Oh, we have one last one to uh, to throw in here. Uh, is there? Yeah, there's uh, one last post. It's from um, at uh, this guy's display name is Teen Heartthrob Josh Hartnett. Are you can put a mine in there. Um, it says uh, it's uh, his name's is, uh, at mention is a uh, patent branding. I don't know who this is. Go ahead. Some guy's a picture of his teeth. Uh, Larry Nassar's legacy is now when I tell people I'm a gym coach, they think I'm a men's rights activist. Lyft driver thinks it's unbecoming to go after Bill Cosby because he's too old. Also urge me to be careful because women don't want to work nine to five accused men of sexual assault. This is for the second time when I was taking a lift in Long Island. This has happened to me twice now. I just told them where I was going, which is a gymnastics competition. And again, the second time this year that a lift driver has started saying, be careful, these women don't want to work full-time jobs, so they accuse you of sexual assault. Just, like, be careful out there, man. Fair enough. What I, my, my complaint to you is that there are two entirely separate thoughts here. So like, uh, I tend to get it. really mad about something, and then I just post it you've, you've just grammatically, is it is a disaster. So, like, I get Larry, mad, Larry, and then I just post you've stuff. capitalized the L in Larry Nassar's name, but not the N. Oh, you've, ouch. You've given no apostrophe. Later on, when you reference Bill Cosby, Bill is under case, and you've capitalized the C in Cosby. Mm-hmm. This is also, there's there's nothing that indicates that that, that that this all happened at the same time. It looks like you just put two entirely separate thoughts together. Larry Nassar's legacy is that when I now tell people I'm a gym coach, they think of a men's rights activist. Send tweet. No, uh, I, less words. I so to be fair, I I probably would have deleted this, but uh, I thought it'd be funny to like. First of all, I reported you for a comment when you said this whole post. Did you best. actually report yeah, me? I reported it. <laughs> 
All right. See, now I also was going to be like, all right, just that's also a hack joke, but I didn't know that you'd actually reported me, which actually, that makes it, yeah, that I makes did, it funnier. I did actually report you. I was hoping that you'd get like, a, it was never going to get you like suspended, oh, if but I, I was get, hoping you got like a six hour ban. If I, if I got a, yeah, if I got a 12 hour timeout for saying this whole post is a mess, I would have been so mad uh, and you would have won. Yeah. No, it would have been funny. Um, I just get mad about stuff and I post it and then I was at work, like I was on my way to that meet. So I just I couldn't fix it. No, there, you you could stand to be more concise. Two hundred. What is it? Two hundred and forty characters. Yeah, is 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 a joke. It's not saving me. Oh, for two two eighty two eighty rather. It's not saving me for myself. No. All right. Well, we got two things left. We're gonna move on to the wholesome tweet of the week. Hillsboro Power. Yes, this is from Hillsborough Power. Coach Sam. <laughs> it says, now let's crush this strength session tomorrow like Clemson just crushed Alabama because I want to do that to Beach. Two, hashtag two words, nine letters. Hashtag Hillsborough Power. Hashtag built different. Thank you, Coach Sam. He's passionate. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Coach Sam. Uh, he's got a Brandon Nimmo brain, and he's very pure. And finally, horny athlete tweets. Good one to close on. We got Todd Gurley the second who said, "Who's got Mackenzie Bezos on Instagram or Twitter?" <laughs> um, not yeah, and and again, not even necessarily a a, a horny tweet. Um, but uh, one that she's uh, in line to get quite a lot of money in this divorce settlement. You should think, and uh, billions. I would, I would, I I want her to get as much as she possibly can. I would like her to take everything. It'd be very funny. Like I they're apparently 20 billion dollars. They're, they're apparently Jeff Bezos sexts that are that are uh out he's uh, there's also a story that like he's also he's already moved in with uh with his new girlfriend and all that. And you know, these things happen. But um but he's the but he's underscored an, by he, his 170 billion dollars. He's an animal. Um. Also, uh, check us out on Amazon Own Property, uh, uh, Twitch TV slash The Dismal Tide. Sometimes I, I play Overwatch on there. Um, unrelated. I intend to use that eventually for streaming poker and maybe other video games. But I, I wouldn't mind being a poker streamer. There's only one good poker streamer out there that is like interesting to watch. I I'm bad at poker. You're making your own poker stream. You don't want to use the this, dismal this, tide. We this, can't all combine. This, you, we got to watch you poorly play Overwatch on there. That's no. We're that we cannot become a poker stream once a week. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it up on a poll. That's fine. And if you answer the poll, uh, it's immediately uh, invalid. You are not. We only have room to watch Mike go uh, four and fifty two in 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 Black Ops. That was in. Hey, first of all, I'm. Uh, I'm Better at Overwatch now. That was my first day playing Black Ops. It was also the worst game. You've picked. Uh, you, you've you've chosen to you put the use... stats on there. I don't know, man. I, I did. did. I did. Yeah, I put four and fifty two. That's what you want to show the yeah, people. I post that on Twitter. But if I cash in a for... five hundred person tournament, that's not good enough for you. We're done. Um, enjoy the rest of your uh, Tuesday and uh, have a good. Uh, long weekend if you got a job that's closed on monday for the observance of martin luther king day 
Uh, he's Mega Clang. I'm Pat and Brending. Check out my hot Larry Nasser tweets. Uh, check out him. I don't know, doing whatever he fucking does. Uh, and the uh, show account is at the Dismal Tide underscore underscore. Um, someone has squatted the uh, the the at the Dismal Tide on Twitter. Uh, we're going. We're exploring our legal options. See you next week. Shine, shine, shine.